Get out your pen, it's episode 10. A doop 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 doodly doop doop That was a big breath. I'm just preparing for the uh, topic of the day, which is rejection, being rejected. And it makes me think of, have any of you seen that cartoon, Rejected, by Don Hertzfeld, where there's a banana that's like, I am a banana. And then, I forget where this comes up, but something says, my spoon is too big. Anyway, it's a very unique cartoon, um, and it's funny, and it has a title that's similar to what we're going to talk about today. Feel free to watch it, or don't. It's pretty weird. Um, yeah, so rejection. I was thinking about rejection because I've been listening lately to this podcast called Dead Eyes, which is about this guy who got rejected from a Tom Hanks mo- uh, TV show, because he his agent or someone agent's assistant told him that Tom Hanks said he had dead eyes. Now, and that made me realize that everything is relative because that guy was on a Herald team for like years. And 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 that's something so many people would like kill to have. And yet still he existed with this chip on his shoulder. Because of this one Tom Hanks gig, it wasn't even that big of a role because someone told him he had dead eyes. And I'm just like, don't you understand that you're living my dream life because you got to be on a Herald team? That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> so, I mean, it's all relative. The wins and the losses, you know? Uh, you can think you're losing and then somebody else can see your life and think, wow, that's my dream life. So just keep that in mind. Um, All right. Being rejected also made me think of the word reject, like being a reject. And how in like middle school and high school, a lot of the time kids will reframe it to be a positive thing like you're an outlier you're a reject and why would I want to be accepted by a society that's na 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 you know and so you wear being a reject like a badge of honor and it can be kind of cool I guess in a way because society is pretty corrupt and evil um but that's just a large fraction of human nature oh god I hope this episode isn't too depressing. I'll try to end it in a positive way. Now, rejection, of course, you cannot talk about rejection without talking about romantic rejection, like getting dumped um, or breakups. Uh, Mainly, usually it's more getting dumped where it feels like a rejection, but You can also feel like a romantic reject if you're the dumper because things still didn't work out the way you wanted them to and you can feel like there's something wrong with you and that'll make you feel like a reject. Um, I used to break up with people so often that I had (laughs) 
a playlist of songs that was like my go-to breakup playlist. And I almost, I mean, it's kind of masochistic, but I almost looked forward to the breakup because I could really allow myself to indulge in all of that pain and sadness and wallowing and then I'd be like, okay. I kind of had my breakups down to a T at a certain point. I was like, all right, we got two weeks. We can listen to all these songs and we can be sad and walk around and, you know, self-aggrandize all we want for two weeks. And it was kind of nice <laughs> as long as I didn't let myself slip into a darker hole of depression. But yeah, romantic rejection. I mean, a lot of what uh, goes on in terms of like the incels and the school shooting uh, lately, it's, it feels like people have blamed it a lot on rejection. Like, oh, those men get romantically rejected too much and that's why they turn violent. And I would argue, no, it's not because of the rejection. It's because they don't have healthy coping mechanisms for dealing with all of the rejection. You need to have a safe place to go to to wallow and to feel your feelings. So the problem isn't that nobody wants to date these guys. It's that they can't handle the fact that nobody wants to date. They don't have a way of processing that in a healthy way. They don't have a rejection playlist. They, you know, maybe they just need better music in their lives <laughs> um, and definitely friends that they can talk about their feelings with without meeting too much shame and then it makes me think of self-rejection like how I mean when you're in this journey of discovering who you are as a person and growing up you can sometimes feel like you're not happy with the person you are stuck being and then you will want to reject yourself and then ultimately you'll realize there's no real escape other than you know the obvious and then and then you need I guess this episode is equally about healthy coping mechanisms you need to find a way to cope with the fact that that this is the life that you are in. You are in this body and you are you. And that is a f can be a cool thing. It doesn't have to be bad, but before it can get really cool, you need to process your feelings about how that if given the choice, this might not have been the body or the life that you would have chosen for yourself. But once you find a way of coping with that frustration and allowing it to sublimate, then you can get to a place of hopefully positive nihilism where it doesn't matter anymore. And even if it is not what you chose, it's what you have. And, you know, it sounds kind of cheesy, but what you make of it and also just blah, blah, blah. you still have all these choices you could make to enjoy or to try to enjoy um you know unless you have um like a chemical imbalance or you need medical attention and if so please don't hesitate to seek that out um but yeah 
So I guess it's all about healthy coping mechanisms, isn't it? Rejection. Because it's a blow to our ego. Man, we don't like being rejected. Even if it's so funny, it's like, even if I'm anxiously expecting the worst in terms of being rejected, still being actually rejected still sucks. Like, I can mentally prepare for it all I want, but it's still gonna suck ass when I actually get rejected from something I really want. I mean, obviously, if I don't want it, it doesn't matter. But if it's something I really want, yeah, not gonna be a great feeling. And honestly, no amount of trying to role play negative things that could possibly happen in the future is really gonna take that pain away. So I guess that would be an unhealthy pre-coping mechanism of trying to assume the worst so it won't bother you as much and it's just not actually that effective. You're never going to be immune to the pain of disappointment. But luckily, that lack of immunity also keeps you never being immune to all the nice things that you can feel in your life and all the relief that you could feel once you realize that yeah, you are trapped in this particular life. So why not accept it and go from there and, you know, go for a little walk. Go have a little snack. Go take a bath. Go call a friend. Go have a little fun thought, a funny thought, a little silly thought about people around you or yourself, you know? Just, um, I hope you can hear those birds chirping. There are birds chirping outside of my window. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the takeaway today. If if something's happened that's hurt you, something's rejected you, find a way of moving through the pain and hopefully eventually getting to a place where you accept it and then... Once you accept it, you can jump off that acceptance like a trampoline into the exquisite unknown.